This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello, thanks for coming back. What a fantastic start to today's show. We're supposed to start recording at 11 a.m., and it's 11.39 because your internet is unstable, said the message. So I called a small-town internet company, and I said, hey, can you help me? And they said, I'll send you to the help desk. Just fucking kidding. What I'm really going to do is send you to a menu where there are 55 items. Please listen carefully. And by the way, I hope yours wasn't fourth and you didn't hear it because fuck you. Then I'm going to send you out of town to talk to somebody at the help desk and they're going to tell you, guess what? Have you unplugged the router? (laughs) Yeah, bitch. I have unplugged the router. It's the only thing I know how to do with technology. It's the only thing. Well, maybe we should hardwire your computer. Maybe your fucking internet should be able to fly through the air for eight feet with nothing in between it to get to my computer. Maybe that's what we should do. Anyways, I'm stoked. Across from me, as always, is Cy Amundsen. I don't think people who listen to this show understand the delicate balance of each episode's execution. We are... These shows happen in the same way that a couple who's been married for 20 years has sex. <laughs> we both have to be in, a, in the right spot to execute an episode. If one thing goes wrong, we're just not in the mood anymore and we need to walk away from it. Yeah. Hey, Montana, are you looking for one more resident? Because I'm so close to going off the fucking grid. I can't stand needing technology to work for my happiness let me tell you why i was three minutes late yeah because you it wasn't even just the internet you were late before we had the internet problem i ordered a coffee maker in may of 2020 (laughs) and it's by the way you might be thinking oh man did i go back and start over on the episodes nope no 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 it's 2022 just like you think it is i ordered it in may of 2020 it's one of these things where They advertise it, but they're not done making it yet. And so the idea behind this coffee maker is all you have to do is dump coffee beans into it. And you can, on your app, you can have a cup of coffee or you can or you can have an Americano because the blender will actually it will grind the beans down to a fine mist almost. So you have this Italiano Americano. One of those things. 
And so uh, you can use your app. You wake up, right? I wake up to uh, All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. I understand that we are in February, but I like the little bells. It's a nice, it sounds like a fairy's coming to wake me up with their wand. And so that's what I wake up to. And then I use my app, which took me three days to figure out how to use. And I use my app and I push, here's what I wanted. I wanted an, uh, an Americano, so I pushed Americano, and I'm like, oh, yes, I'll let the dog out, go downstairs, grab my Americano. I forgot to put a fucking coffee cup <laughs> under the spout, so my Americano was all over the counter, all over my stove, and all over the floor of my fucking... I'm telling you, I was like, how big of an Americano did I order? There's like 50 of them on the ground. <laughs> And so I had to clean all that shit up. My dog was licking it. So I guarantee right now he is running sprints around the dining room table, <laughs> shitting everywhere. I can't wait to get back to the house. Anyways, technology. Yes. I'm almost 47 and it's ruining me. I don't understand. I just love the idea that you, you two years ago did something nice for yourself. You know what would be great? If I could wake up in the morning get up, come downstairs, and there's my coffee. What a treat for me. You, you, thought, yeah. you had that thought two years ago. And this morning, for the first time in two years, you got to try it, and it just dumped coffee all over your house. I think that's great. Oh, yeah. I fucking hate it the most. <laughs> Who forgets to put a coffee cup? Not one time while I was making this coffee did I think, well, it's got to go somewhere. Not one time. We make a lot of uh, roast, pork roast, in a crock pot. And okay. have you seen those crock pot bags? So you can, yeah. and so then the cleanup is a lot simpler. Every once in mm -hmm. a while, Jenna, when she's making a pot roast, forgets to put one of those bags down. And mm -hmm. she reacts like somebody killed her entire family. <laughs> she, she is so devastated by the idea that she is going to have to clean the, the shit out of this crock pot instead of just bagging it up and removing it. It's, yeah. it's a real issue for her, and it sticks <laughs> with her for a while. She should try an app where if you push the app, your pot roast doesn't even go in a bag or the uh, crock pot. It just goes all over your fucking floor. That would be the best. She would love it. I had, we had an interesting event here, and okay. it led to a couple of pretty weird conversations. Not, right. to, not to take you out of your technology spiral here, but I'm going to bring you back into the human-to-human -human interaction world. Can I tell you something? Sure. Thank you. Okay, no problem. You know I'm here for you. So I am outside a week ago. And it is okay. mid-50s in Cincinnati. And I know you're going to be upset about that, but it's part of the story. So I, I'm outside. It's 50 degrees. And one of my neighbors is outside. And he's a guy. He's all right. He's an all right human. You know, okay. I can handle him as a neighbor thus far. And he starts talking to me about the weather, about how nice it is. And I'm like, yep, it's nice. Worst conversation you can have. And uh, sure. uh, I'm about to go back inside, and he goes, well, you know, just enjoy it, because you're about to get your first taste of a Cincinnati ice storm. And I go, a what? <laughs> he goes, Cincinnati ice storm. And that sounds like something you would have to look up on Urban Dictionary. You know, like, oh, it's that? Yeah. Fuck it, that is disgusting. 
Is there is there any similarity between a Cincinnati ice storm and a Cleveland steamer? What the fuck is up with people in Ohio being weirdos? I so apparently it's a thing every year or so or a couple of years it'll rain really hard for a couple days and then it'll get really cold and it'll turn into that town that Anna and Elsa are from. Sure. And he was like, it's pretty bad. And then I started realizing it probably is a legit thing because I had a lot of people down here randomly text messaging me like, hey, don't go outside during the ice storm. We like the podcast. We can't have you die by slipping. And, you know, it's <laughs> it's it's a legitimate deal. And I had to the night before the ice storm, I had to run to Kroger because I just wanted some raspberries okay. the next day for my smoothie. And you still owe me some raspberries, but we don't have to get into that. That is a very old, very true thing, and I don't want to get into it right now. So You ate a whole fucking uh, – you had a brand new thing of a family size raspberries, and you just ate them all in one sitting. You had them on your fingertips like they were bugles or some shit. You're a crazy person. I didn't charge you for the gas it took me to get to Fergus Falls from Alexandria, so I feel like it's not that – you don't – so I'm going to Kroger to get some raspberries – Okay. for my smoothie the next day and i guess this ice storm the cincinnati ice storm brings fucking zombies with it because i've never been in a kroger <laughs> what do you people do it's two days it's two i saw one guy walking down the frozen aisle with six boxes of taquitos six what do you what do you what do you think is about to happen that you need six boxes of taquitos so sure. and the parking lot it was like i had to park so far away from the front door i thought when i got in the kroger there was going to be an nfl game inside there like it was <laughs> fucking bananas so i ice storm happens right two days go by starts warming up again the ice storm is melting I am outside getting mail, and then I, Chad, I'm going to run an errand to look at hot tubs because, oh, wow. as I've mentioned to you before, I'm interested in possibly a hot tub or a sauna. I want to turn my everyday life into a spa life. Yeah, everyday life and spa life, good for you because, listen, you can only see so many old man dicks. And their and their scrotums floating on top of yeah. the the hot tub water before you think I'm just gonna buy my own hot tub. Yep, it's time to do this at home. So I see the guy and he the same neighbor and he starts talking to me about weather again, and mm -hmm. he goes, uh, "How? Yeah, it's pretty crazy, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, at least it's warming up now. Snow will be gone." And he's just saying the most boring fucking shit on earth. And literally, in the, I'm like, I can't do this. I can't have another conversation about weather. And so in the middle of, he was in the middle of a sentence, and I just blurted out, like, I think I might get a hot tub. Like, I just. <laughs> Subject change. Just mid-sentence. And he goes, what? And I go, oh, sorry. I just, all this talk about it being cold. You know, I've been thinking lately that I should get, like, a sauna where I really want a hot tub. I think that would be really great during these colder months. And then he didn't respond with words. He just made a noise. Yeah. He just made a noise and he just went, ah. Uh, 
and I, I have no idea. I was like, what's happening? Did you, it sounded like he went to a corporate Christmas party that had a hypnotist and they're like, when you wake up from this slumber, every time someone mentions the word, uh, you know, a hot tub, you'll ejaculate in your pants. That's like, that was the noise that he made. So when you made that noise, what I immediately thought is this is a guy that didn't used to live in town. He used to live out of town and he had a hot tub with hard water. So every time he used it, he had to check the pH levels of the water, put in a little chlorine, put in one of those floaty frogs that had like a Clorox piece that you, you know, like a little uh, a urinal cake or something that you put in the frog and it floats around looking at you. And if his legs are green, you can go in. And if they're black, you can't. I mean, I've been in that situation and it sucks because you go into your hot tub a week after you do all that shit and it's slimy and you're like, oh, okay. And then someone mentions a hot tub to you two years later and you go, oh, fucking hot tubs. So it was not, uh, it was not a previous trauma situation okay it 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 was a desire situation for him sure sure now before you keep going i did want to tell you your subject change uh was very funny to me because I, i saw one of these when i was in portland before the new year and some guy was talking about the weather and then another guy yelled as all you ever talk about is the weather, who are you, Rand McNally? And then the guy talking about the weather goes, that's maps, you fucking idiot, and then just walked away. It was really terrific. And all because of people were talking about it was getting colder in Portland. I loved it. <laughs> that's great. Uh, this guy, I was like, what, what's up? And he goes, ah, I've always really wanted a hot tub but my wife won't let me get one. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I thought to myself, is your wife also your mom? Because what sort of dynamic <laughs> do you, what do you mean let you? I go, but I, 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 kept, I kept it together. I go, she won't let you? And he goes, ah, you know, you know how it goes. You know how it goes. And I go, I don't. I need you to explain how it goes to me. (laughs) He goes, well, you know, she makes the girl, she makes the decisions and uh, she just, she doesn't want one. She thinks it's a waste of money. And so that's what it is. And I go, sure. Can I ask you some questions? (laughs) What do you do for a living? And he owns his own accounting business. And I go, what is, what does your wife do for a living? And she does everything else. And I'm not minimalizing this stuff. So fucking relax moms. But she, she takes care of the kids. She runs the finances and she takes care of the house. Yep. And I go, okay, well, as I mean, I just think you guys sound like you each do some stuff. It's not like she makes all the money and take, I feel like you could probably get a hot tub, right? And he said my least favorite sentence in the world. He goes, well, you know, happy wife, happy life. And I was like, <laughs> but it doesn't seem like a happy wife. You, are, you seem like you really want a hot tub. It seems like happy wife, no hot tub, bummer life. Like, you, don't you really? And he's like, well, yeah, 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 yeah. And I just threw this in as I was walking. I was like, I got to get going. I'm literally on my way to 
at this point to the hot tub store. Like I came out and then that's my next errand is to go look at hot tubs. So I don't feel like I should say that to him because I don't want to have him watch him have a fucking breakdown. Sure. It would be great if um, you get a hot tub and then you go, well, why don't you come over and use my hot tub? And then he'd say, oh, yeah, maybe my wife could come. And it would really convince her that hot tubs are a great idea. And you go, no, fuck her. She doesn't get to go in the hot tub. You get to go back with this rested look on your face. And then she keeps wondering why and why. And she wants to come over, but she can't because hot tubs are not a good idea. We, we've already discussed this. I, all I said to him, I was like, yeah, you can do whatever you want, man. I'm My wife and I, we make decisions together and we support each other's wants. And then I just kind of laughed, which is, <laughs> which is, I was kind of like oh, trying, because I wanted to push, I was like, go stand up for yourself, man. But I know that's a dangerous game because yeah. I, I don't want to be the reason that next week I, it could go a couple of different ways. You just see him getting his mail with a couple of black eyes, like we're not getting one. Which we're, we're just, I tried. Or the even worse scenario is I, I drive home one day and I like look into his backyard and there's just two hot tubs in back. He's like, you see that cement they're built on right there? Don't tell anybody. I, I told everybody she left me. She's in the cement. I took care of it. Two hot tubs. I'm a two hot tub guy. Like, you, I don't like, I don't want to create some sort of wild domestic situation. Or some middle ground where you show up and there's just moving trucks. And you're like, what happened? Like, I stood up for myself. <laughs> Anyways, I have to go I have to go walk around the lake and ask people if they're moving. <laughs> I stood up for myself and now I have to pay an exorbitant I can't even afford a hot tub. Cause I, I do have three kids under eighteen and uh <laughs> This is going to be rough. I am renting down the street if you want to. There's a pool in the neighborhood next to the neighborhood I'm renting in. So that's kind of the same. It all worked out. Did you, what were the financial dynamics? I know your wife like handled everything, but what were the financial dynamics between you and your wife? Was there any of that like, well, she's the boss. What she says goes. I guess I can't get a new grill this year. No, she, I mean, it's kind of the same with you guys. You know, she for a very long time made the most amount yes. of money between the two of us. Yes. So comically um, so, you right? Know, yeah, it was kind of cuz when you're starting doing stand up, I mean, you are driving, you're working Tuesday, sometimes there's a Sunday show. So you're working Tuesday through Sunday night and you're, you know, making $500. Yep. And I'm not again, not saying if if that's if that's what you're making right now, good for you. I'm saying when you're traveling and you have to eat every day and you have to pay for gas to get home, it's uh, you end up with about $3 and you still yeah. have to pay taxes on that 500 So, um, So she, you know, I kind of, there were times where I did have to just go, yep, okay, whatever you want. Because I would say I want something. Although we did have a hot tub, so it was not, you know. <laughs> I would say, I would say something like, I want a lake place. And she'd go... Well, we have relatives that have lake places that we can go to any time and we can't afford a lake place. And I'd go, but I want one. <laughs> then she'd have to sit down her third child and go, can, can you sit at the table? Can I talk to you about something? It doesn't work that way. <laughs> but I want one. And she'd go, can I make you a peanut butter and jelly sandwich while we talk about this? 
So it was that that, that was our dynamic. Okay. Where I would just go, I want stuff we can't have, but I want it. And she would say, Well, maybe later. Well, and I, and that's I, how it would work for us. And I feel like I got the I kind of took the best of both of my parents because my parents financially are very different. Where yeah, and I'll be and I and I think your parents are going to have been financially very different than my parents. But my my mom is extremely financially like f- she's really conscious. She's really really cheap. Not sure. not I don't like the word cheap. But frugal? Should we say frugal? Yeah, she's frugal. Garage sale lady, but she's really smart with money. She's good with money, and she controls all the money. And yeah. uh, I'm I'm going to do a video online. I have a conspiracy theory that I'm trying to build an audience within my dad about how my mom controls all the money. You know, I'm really getting into conspiracy <laughs> videos, and I think I could really get a get get an uprising in my family. But she, yeah, she controls sure. all the money. But she, you know, all our clothes were garage sale stuff, and all. Yeah. The cereal is like, if you like Honey Nut Cheerios, you'll like Honey Nut Circles, like that sort of shit. With the exception. <laughs> the big bag. Yeah, the big yeah. bag of cereal. The only exception to that, which is, and I know this is a weird, I might have mentioned this on the show before, and I know this is a weird thing to hold on to, but my brother Greg, because he was so skinny, he weighed like 38 pounds in the fourth grade. He looked, sure. if you know, in those Sarah McLaughlin animal commercials, if you'd have seen him in a cage, you'd have been like, oh, we need to donate immediately. <laughs> he just was such a little sickly, weird looking boy, you know, so skinny. And so he, like my sister Sarah and I would come home from school and we'd be like thumbing through generic brand saltine crackers. And Greg had his own snack area of like fucking chocolate frosting like name brand like <laughs> pillsbury chocolate because they're trying to they're trying to be like greg if you stay at this weight ratio until you get older you're gonna be in that book about all the records so he greg got name brand snacks but we didn't but so my mom is really you know frugal and my dad my dad isn't like wild but he ha- he first of all he has that thing where he will absolutely pay more to go with a to a mom and pop place, okay. 100%. And he's not much of a negotiator. He, he goes to the same people over and over. He understands that it's okay to spend money for something you want every once in a while. Like I got that from him, like frugal, a little frugal from my mom, but that it's okay to spend every once in a while from my dad. So it was a nice mixture. But my dad also has that thing where he like, he could walk into a car dealership like, they're like, oh, the new truck, it's $33,000. He goes, hmm, 33, that's pretty tough. Would you take 35? Like, he's, he's, <laughs> they're a very funny pair, and I kind of got a little bit of both of them. Well, I listen, 33 sounds great, but I'd like you to make a little something. So what do we say about 35? <laughs> yeah. I'd like you to go home with a little something in your pocket. I just, it's fascinating to me, that dynamic of, you see, you, and you see couples like that everywhere where one of them is in charge. You're like, oh, you're the husband and the dad. You know, those those weird dynamics. Sure. Yeah. I, so my parents, as as suspected, yeah. had a had a different way with money. Yes. So so um, my mom, one million percent should have been the one 
that was so a lot of times what happens is like your, your neighbor, for example, he will go to work and he will come home and he will give his wife the check. And then she will pay the bills and she will take care of the children's needs. And then the, da- the dad will continue to go to work. And that, that would be... We call be... that good old-fashioned Midwestern values, Chadley. Exactly. Right. Um, what would happen in my house is that my dad would go to work and then he would um, not bring a check home. And then my mom would uh, take care of the bills with her money and take care of the children's needs with her money. And then anything that was left, my dad would steal and also spend that. So when we got close to the end of their marriage, we did not have a ton of stuff because my, you know, my dad was really kind of raging on that end. He really hit the edge of the spectrum. So my mom was trying her hardest. I don't know if a lot of people know what lefsa is, but it is a Scandinavian kind of dessert. It's just potatoes that are flattened out. It looks like even skinnier crepe. But it's made with potatoes. Put a little, put a little and butter put, and brown sugar on that baby. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Now we used white sugar um, for our lapsa. And did uh, you put Kool Aid on it too, Chad? No, but you're so <laughs> dipped close. it in Kool Aid. <laughs> so there was a time where it was my my sister and I were home, and it was way at the end of the the marriage. My dad is spending so much. My mom is barely hanging on, and. We had sugar and butter, but no lefsa. But we did have Oscar Mayer prepackaged summer sausage. And so we spread butter on the summer sausage and a little bit of sugar and wrapped it up and sat in the backyard swinging, just like, what are we, fucking kings and queens all of a sudden? We have sugar on our summer sausage. This is unbelievable. You guys, the time of your life with that dessert meat. Oh, no shit. And there was, towards the end, um, my <laughs> my sister, so we had uh, powdered milk, oh. where it, it's basically, it's milk in a box, it's powder, and you have to add water to it to make it taste kind of like, it's probably what astronauts would have, and that's what I would tell my sister, it's like, we're eating like astronauts, these people that get to go into outer space, this is how we eat now, it's incredible. I love I love your ability to frame it like that, because I think a lot of people would say we're being forced to eat the thing that when astronauts see it, give them PTSD. Yeah, I mean, I I tried my hardest to make it seem like it was awesome. But my sister. So here's how you make powdered milk for your cereal. You put the powder in a bowl, then you put water in it, then you mix it with a fork. So it's not clumpy and shit, and then you dump it over your cereal that's in another bowl. My sister would fucking put the cereal in the bowl, then spread the powder over the cereal, then put water in it, so she's just eat. She's eating cereal with water and then shitty, clumpy milk. Oh, so ridiculous. I felt there were times where I was just watching her eat going, how are you not vomiting right now? This is so gross. So that's anyways, that's how my, um, my parents' dynamic was. A little different. A little different. Uh, so my dad, my dad would go in and he'd go, I know you want $33,000 for this car, but what if I bet a year's salary against this car that uh, I could do three back handsprings into a backflip? Never done it before, don't even know how to do it. But why don't we go outside and see if we can handle it? That's a little, uh, little different dynamic. 
This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So I'm acting like my dad a little bit. And sure. I'm going to go look at hot tubs. I think it's something. Okay. I think it's time to spring. I think, I think it's a good play. So I look, mm-hmm. I find there's a hot tub place. I finish talking to happy wife, happy life neighbor. Hop, yep. in, hop in the Honda. Head over to the hot tub store. And it is loaded. Hot tubs, hot tubs, hot tubs. It is loaded with hot tubs. And I am walking around, and there seems to be no one there for the first five minutes that I'm perusing the hot tubs. And then a man comes out of a hallway and approaches me, and he (laughs) he just goes, you look like the sort of guy who's looking for a hot tub. It's like, (laughs) yeah. You know how when you're such a bad salesman that you can't even work at the furniture store? Like that's, hey, you look like the sort of guy who's looking for a couch. Yeah, I'm here at the fucking place they give you couches, of course. Yeah, it would have been great if you were like, actually, I just stopped in. I'm uh, looking. Do you have directions to the sauna place? (laughs) So, So this guy tells me that. Because I, I reacted to that very blandly. I was like, yeah. And he goes, well, you came to the right place. Hot tubs are my passion. And I was like, <laughs> holy fuck. You know, you're, I should, should I leave? Should I leave right now? That's a get out of here sentence. And yeah. to, I want to paint a picture with words here. Mid-50s, blonde okay. hair. Which is unique. Yeah. I don't mean like sandy blonde. I mean like beach blonde, surfer blonde. A man in his mid-50s with blonde hair still. That's yeah. fucking weird. He sounds like uh, who they would cast to play a villain in a John Grisham ter- book turned movie. Sure. So far, maybe. It looks, it's a creepy look. It's a creepy look. So far, maybe you're going to get a very different vibe from him from the rest of the okay. description. Okay. Polo, hot tub store name on it, tucked in, yep. 
belt, Gerber on the belt, and like the baby food. No, no, those tools that are a the MacGyver tool. It's got a scissors oh. and a knife. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. I was like, what did he win a fucking contest and he got a belt? Dude, if I got you... this belt. Guy, listen, I crashed. I crashed a baby shower once and was able to name all ten of the baby foods blindfolded, and I got this belt. It looks great. I wear it every day. Yeah, if you ever hear a guy who tells you hot tubs are his passion and he has baby food attached to his belt, <laughs> fucking move to a new town, man. Oh, you're saying Gerber connected hooked to the belt. I thought you meant someone did leather work on the belt spelling the name Gerber. No. That's what I was picturing. <laughs> oh, awesome. All right. I love two things, selling hot tubs and dipping into my belt for some mashed peas. So <laughs> he, on the other side of his belt, and I want to make sure I say this clearly, he has a, a cell phone holder for an iPhone. And I didn't even yeah. know they made belt clips for iPhones. I thought that was a flip phone thing. I thought that that is a piece of the past. It apparently is not. So that is the overall energy of this man. Okay. And he starts showing me hot tubs. And we've looked at a couple. And I, I've told him the only piece of information I've given him is I said, I'd, I like a bench seat. You know? I don't, I don't like yep. the, the reclined seats. I like a good bench seat. Show me the ones yeah. with a bench seat. So he's sure. walking me around. And he gets to, a, a, like, the biggest hot tub. And it actually has water in it in a store. And he's kind of like, yeah, this is a party tub right here. Eh, this is a fun tub. You know, this is fun. I'm like, <laughs> my whole, this whole interaction is just me going, yeah. And then he leans in. There's, Chad, there's no one else in the store. There's no other customers. <laughs> there's like, what is, what are you going to say that's such a bummer that you have to lean in with no other human beings around? And he leans in and he goes, you ever bang a chick in a hot tub? <laughs> and I, I, before we go any further, I would like to address that word. Because banged is a very specific, like, it's the least cool word for sex on the planet. Sure. Like, did you did you just finish your motocross race? Are you going to do the do after this? Would when you bang the chick in the hot tub, do you leave the sunglasses hanging off the back of your head? How do you banged is such a now the weird thing about the word banged, and I know you and I agree with this. You throw a finger in front of it. Funniest word in the entire world. I do enjoy it because the other the other version I've heard of that is finger blast. Bummer. And that's no. What are we doing? We're we trying to get we're trying to get gum off of a sidewalk. Yeah. Are we trying to trying to start the party? Yeah, I'm not trying to blow enemies out of your vagina. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. need to blast. Yeah, so finger bang, finger bang, very, very funny word. Regular bang, bummer word. Also, It is a bummer. And I, I, by the way, I've, also, I've changed my view of this guy. He's no longer a villain in a John Grisham book-turned-movie. He is a guy that goes home afterwards and puts his letterman jacket on from high school yes. and looks at himself in the mirror while putting lipstick on. <laughs> he's a, he's a, he's one of those guys. So, and I can I just ask you a question, please? Do I give off the vibe of someone that it seems like 
would be okay with being asked that question by a person they met 10 minutes ago? Is that without that's, question? That's what the I'm The fact that about. he didn't yeah. ask you two minutes in yeah. is weird to me. He, I'm surprised he didn't walk out of the hallway and instead of going looking for a hot tub, just go looking for a place to bang. That's what I would have suspected just once he's caught the view of you. That's a bummer. That's a, I, I was worried about that. I had to. So in that moment, I had to decide. I think there's three routes that you can take in that moment. Mm-hmm. Because also I was like, why would he ask? But I don't wear a wedding ring, as you can see, ever. I don't even know where my yeah. wedding ring is. I don't like rings. Sure. Um, yeah. So maybe, maybe, <laughs> so maybe holding it as collateral <laughs> for the raspberry debt, I assume. Absolutely. It's around my neck right now on a piece of leather, a leather strap. So you can, I think you can go three routes here. Okay. You can go down the, let's test how willing this guy is to sell a hot tub and let's really question his identity and go, I haven't ever banged a chick in a hot tub, but I banged a dude in a hot tub and I fucking loved it. And that's why I'm here. Like you can go that route, right? Let's see. Sure can. Let's, let's see if old gel hair here is open-minded enough to sell someone like that a hot tub in the same way he was going to sell me a hot tub. That's, I think that's a fun experiment, yeah, right? Absolutely. Second way, you go wildly conservative with it. Like, sir, the only person that I've ever made love to is my wife, and we do that in our marital bed. Could you just show me the hot tubs? And then, because we're not done with the hot tub tour, that, that's a fun amount of tension for the rest of the way. Or yep. you can go with it, and you can just see how big of a bummer this guy is. And which one do you think I went with? Which one do you think I went with? I'm going to go with the middle. Oh, the conservative think, conservative marriage one. No, no, no. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, when I say middle, I mean the Goldilocks version where you are going to see how big of a bummer he actually 100%. is. One hundred percent. Yeah, of course. One hundred percent. I was like, ah, oh, it's, it's got to be awesome. It's got to be awesome. And then this guy just showed me every other hot tub and couldn't get through a hot tub without making some sort of sexual reference. Yeah. It was like, oh, your passion isn't selling hot tubs. You, you're like your number one Pornhub search is hot. Like you work here. You just walk (laughs) around. Like you are like you know how this is a bummer comparison and somebody's probably gonna yell at me but you know how pedophiles always try to work in places where kids like schools or churches like places where they have sure. access that's you you don't love hot tubs you just you know yeah you're, you're a fucking perv you're a gross perv so i let him wind me all the way through the store and i was like hey man i gotta tell you the truth this was fucking disgusting I uh, I was just curious how far it would go, but dude, I, I'll probably buy a hot tub from you if I get one, if there are no other salesmen. But if I were you, I wouldn't be throwing out bang a chick in a hot tub very often. I don't think it's effective, but th- thank you. And he still gave me his card, Chad. <laughs> you ever bang a chick in a hot tub? Uh, a chick? Over 2,000 different chicks, dude. And if you could uh, find a... I don't know if you still sell hot tubs with CD players, but I need to put a good uh, John Cougar Mellencamp CD in there because I only fucked a Jack and Diane. So if we can make that happen, I'll take your card. If not, you take it back. 
yeah, ridiculous. He was, it was a weird, he's a, a, a weird fucking dude. But also, what am I going to buy a hot tub from a place 35 minutes from where I'm going to be living? No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I love you have all these caveats. But the, the main one is location. <laughs> it's location, 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 baby. I have to tell you a story. So I was, I was going from Minneapolis to San Jose Thursday night. Okay. And I, I had a layover in Salt Lake City. Okay. So I have to go back to when I was married, and I don't do this very often. This is two times I have talked about being married in one episode, and I don't do it very often, but I think these stories... It's a throwback episode. I think these stories are okay, right? I mean, everybody knows my rule is the reason I don't talk about ex-wife stuff is because she, we're no longer married, and it's not just my story, but I think these will be okay. So we were on a plane once. We were coming back from, I think, San Diego. I just, Dave Huntsberger and I ran the San Diego Marathon. And then after that, the kids and Jessica came out. Okay. And so we were flying back and Jessica and the kids, and this is still when Olivia was on Jessica's lap. Oh, wow. And so it was Isaac in the window, Jessica in the middle with Olivia, and then this other girl on the aisle. And they were all the way back against, like right by the shitter in the back of the plane where you can't even recline your seat because it is the shitter. You'd recline into the shitter and be like, hey, what are you guys doing in your shit? Sure. And so that you can't recline. And so I go back and I ask the lady that's sitting on the aisle, I go, great news. I'm up, my seat is up there, uh, closer to the front. It's also in the aisle. I'd love to switch with you if you'd be so kind. And she goes, no, thank you. And I go, your your seat is right by the bathroom. You're going to end up smelling people's <laughs> bathroom. But you go up there, no problem. And I go, I'll even buy you a beer if you want one, whatever you need. And she goes, no, thanks. I like this seat. And I was like, are you fucking kidding? In my head, I didn't say this up. But I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? What do you mean you like this seat? You fucking psychopath? Move. <laughs> But I also understand she was assigned the seat, so there's nothing I can really do about it. Right. So then I can hear from my seat Olivia crying. <laughs> and so I text Jessica, I go, everything okay back there? And she just goes, yep. Normally I would try to calm Olivia down, but not on this flight. I'm going to let her cry in this bitch's ear. <laughs> Maybe she didn't say bitch. Maybe I'm just making that up. But she did say I'm going to let her cry in this lady's ear. Uh, the whole flight. So now I'm laughing super hard. And I go back again to talk to Isaac, see how he's doing. And the girl goes, I'll switch with you. And she stood up. And then I just took Jessica's place. And Jessica went to my seat. And I sat in the middle seat with Olivia still crying. And the girl, she goes, I'll switch with you guys. And we were like, not a fucking chance. <laughs> You're going to sit by this child that's crying the whole flight. You had an opportunity to do the right thing. You didn't take it. And now you don't get it back. Yeah, what a selfish asshole. Oh, man. And Olivia cried the whole time. And Isaac was so stinking young, but he still got it. Really? His brain has been sharp for comedy for so long that he just got it and sat there and drew. 
He just drew pictures. The, the moment Olivia started calming down, I'd have just been pinching thighs and toes. <laughs> Honey, you know how you're going to want to cry tomorrow? Why don't you get that out of your system right now? Let's get all the crying out. That, oh, so good. It's. I mean, you've traveled enough. People do that. All People want to do the couple switch all the time. And, yeah. and if I'm getting a better seat, I will take it. Well, I'll tell you this. I saw the greatest couple switch. So so here's actually what I was going to tell you the, okay. that sparked that memory is that I am very lucky when I fly these days because I fly so much that I get upgraded a ton. So I am in first class and there are only three rows of first class and it's two seats per side. So a guy gets on the plane. I'm already on there. He gets on late and he says to another guy, he go, it, and this all is happening up front. And he goes, hey, would you mind um, switching to this seat? My wife is in this seat, and I'd like to sit by her. And he goes, he goes actually, my wife is in the bathroom, and I was just going to ask you the same question. And then another guy that's in a row all by himself hears that, and he goes, hey, guys, whatever I can do to help, I'd love to. And so he switches seats so both of these couples get to sit together. And now this guy is in the third row and he's by himself, the guy that switched, and late a late oncomer enters the plane and he he's sitting right next to the guy that switched. And so the guy sits up and he goes, oh, weird timing. And I go, you're not going to believe this, but that's actually my husband. And I was wondering if we could sit next to each other. And so everyone on the plane starts laughing and is like, what's happening? And now I want to describe what this guy looked like. He had on bedazzled pockets, but he also has a backpack that says Toby Keith's 14th annual golf and friends extravaganza. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. So when I say this guy's my husband and he turns and I see the backpack, I thought, well, I don't know how this is going to go. And he says, he turns around and he goes, excuse me. And so I don't like the phrase, excuse me. It seems like an introduction to start a fight. So I'm in right. my head, my head is spinning, and I'm going to go, you know, dude, relax. But then I realized he hasn't been on the plane. He wasn't on the plane to see everything else that went down. So, of course, this isn't funny to him. He doesn't know what the fuck is going on. So I just kind of threw him into this thing. So excuse me is a very logical thing to say. So he says, excuse me, and I'm going to go, oh, sorry, man. And then I'm going to explain what happened. So I go, oh, sorry, man. And he goes, you're sorry. Before I could finish... He goes, you're sorry? And I was like, kind of <laughs> panicking a little. And he goes, I told you out at the gate that we are going to be on vacation together for two straight weeks. We don't have to sit by each other on the plane. And I just went, oh my God, this guy's in it to win it. And I love it so much. So he's now playing along. Oh yeah. And I had no idea he would play along. Yeah. And so then I said to him, I go... Well, you're, every time your mother calls, she says I'm not romantic enough. So I thought sitting by each other on the plane and holding hands before our two-week vacation might be something we should try. And this motherfucker says to me, he said, well, at least my mom calls. Your mother hasn't talked to me or the kids for over six years. <laughs> and I stood up out of my seat and just started clapping. <laughs> this guy, is a, as he's a national treasure... He is the people's champion and he's an American hero. And I wish, I wish 
that I would have been able to form a friendship that lasted longer than that flight. But we all, I don't drink on flights very often. We all ended up getting a beer and cheersing. It was so incredible. It was such a fun flight. That's probably the most fun flight I've ever been on. I love it. I do too. The fact that that guy just jumped in, it was like fucking Ryan Stiles from Whose Line Is It Anyway? Just ready to go at a drop of a hat. It's the most, so that's the most fun flight you've ever been on. Can I ask you a question though? Sure. Have you ever banged a chick on a flight? (laughs) Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work. 